Hello and welcome to Critical Line Item. My name is Tom Rabbit. Thank you for joining me for this particular podcast. This is a kind of a special podcast. I don't normally record them on a Sunday afternoon, but something's happened. Uh, Six News, which is the uh, news service hosted by Chief Anchor, uh, Leo Buglisi, who has occasionally had me on as a guest, um, has had a bit of a problem with YouTube. YouTube didn't like something that uh, appeared in a bulletin. And you won't be seeing a bulletin from Six News uh, this evening. So Leo's joining me to explain what happened, uh, how he's coping, and what else uh, he's thinking about doing in the next little while. Leo, thank you for joining me. Anytime. Great to be here. Now, one of the things about your Twitter feed over the past 48 hours is you've, you've been sort of active and a lot of your supporters have been active in um, asking YouTube to rethink a particular, um, what they call a channel, what they call a channel strike. Channel uh, strike, yeah. Yeah. You're not, not able to post for about a week. Can you explain, take, take us back to when you found out about the channel strike? And what unfolded? Yes, so it all pretty much happened um, in the space of just a few hours. So earlier, I think it was, would have been last week. um, No, yeah, this week, sorry. It was uh, just before the budget. It was, so it was Tuesday. Uh, There happened to be a school shooting in Russia. And that was really tragic. It killed nine people. And with breaking news, we are um, obviously, you know, independent and unbiased is what we're focused on, but also breaking news is probably one of our biggest uh, strengths and focuses these days. And you can just see it by our Twitter feed itself. Um, But on YouTube, we just uploaded a video that had been widely circulating, no original credit or anything, um, which basically showed students jumping out like, the third story window in an attempt to escape the gunfire. Now, the uh, video was not, excuse my brother in the background, the video um, was pretty grainy in itself. It wasn't anything major. And you could actually see the students walk away. So they were not seriously hurt. Um, Anyway, I found out a few days later, they took it down claiming graphic material. Now, um, I didn't think that was fair. I don't usually argue when it comes to copyright strikes. This wasn't a copyright strike. It was a just a takedown. Now, at that time, we hadn't a strike. So I appealed it, just saying, hey, um, it wasn't graphic. The people in it clearly walked away. Um, please just consider it. And I got a response back Saturday night, and I only found out once I was actually trying to upload a separate video, also breaking news this time, uh, that uh, rocket attack in Tel Aviv. Um, and it just said, could not upload because of channel strike. And I looked and basically it gave us this strike. Um, again, not a copyright strike, which lasts for three months. It means we cannot post for a week. And a week is a long time in news. Um especially when we have a bulletin tonight and um but we said that and uh again what i'm concerned about is why would an appeal lead to a worse punishment if the appeal had come back unsuccessful and there was no punishment i'd say okay move on but no that's not what we get 
we get punished for fairly appealing. And I want to make it very clear, regardless of what they say, I maintain, I do not have any regrets putting that video up. I maintain we put warnings on it. We put an age restriction. We did not put ads on that video. And it is still online on many other videos, many news outlets. We maintain that video is not graphic. Okay, so you found out yesterday when you were tempted to upload additional material what late last night? Yeah, it was uh, so about eight thirty nine p.m. Um, and it was just there had just been some rocket attacks in Tel Aviv, and so we gained some footage of what was going on. It was about a minute long video. We put it on, and it just did not upload, saying cannot upload due to channel strike. That's when I investigated, checked emails, and you could see they'd given us that, and um, very annoying. And then that uh, the editing we had been doing for the upcoming bulletin, which is. Well, supposed to air tonight. Um, waste of time. Thankfully, we were able to upload a special update on the Israel-Palestine thing at about 4 p.m. Um, yesterday, which means we can link back to that video. We weren't talking about it, but uh, it's updating every day and they've just changed that. And the fact is, it's also going to be next week. There's going to probably going to be a lot happening next week. Um I'm, I'm sure of it. The weeks are, weeks are always seem to be busier than the weekends when it comes to news. Well, they are that. Um, what, what alternative strategies do you have to deal with it? Because this is not something that is uh, just affecting Six News. It affects a, a myriad of, of people and entities on, on a, for various reasons. Um, do you have any strategies to, to get around this kind of issue going forward? Yeah, well, um, I think we're going to have to uh, probably review some of our, um, our inside, you know, kind of editorial standards when it comes to posting. And while I don't have any regrets about posting it, um, clearly YouTube has a problem with stuff like that. Um so we're probably going to be sticking to uploading things like that just on their own on Twitter. Uh, Instagram doesn't have a problem with it, surprisingly. Facebook, uh, keep it off YouTube. YouTube seems to be the worst when it comes to this. Um, and we're just going to, um, you know, uh, make sure that what it doesn't fit its guidelines. But again, we took every precaution. We made sure there were no ads uh, I didn't even put ads and then they put no ads. I selected no ads. Uh, we put a content warning by ourselves. We put an age restriction um, and yet they've still put this channel strike on us. So, uh, again, no regrets, but we're just going to have to um, uh, have a bit of an internal review about what content goes where because uh, clearly YouTube's got a problem with it. Yeah, and if you look at, at through YouTube and other uh, through other people that post, you see them talk about <laughs> and sometimes show some graphic stuff. So it, it, it it's not yeah, exactly. It's not even stuff like that. It's and I've had a few people suggest it, saying, "Oh, well, seeing them walk away, or oh, blah blah blah, might make kids think it's fine." No, YouTube and I, I've emailed them about this. They YouTube, for months, they had ISIS beheading videos. They had graphic videos. They're talking about students surviving 
after jumping from a three-story window. Five seconds on YouTube, you can find about over a thousand videos of the 9-11 jumpers. It is ridiculous, the hypocrisy. And some of those videos have ads on them too. People are making money off that. That's insane. That is atrocious. And I'm not advocating for them to be taken down per se, but if you're going to take down our content, you have to take down that. Or better yet, don't take down any of it. Not ISIS beheading videos, though. That can go. <laughs> don't get me wrong. No, no, yeah, I, I get your point. I mean, look, um, what would be the... Can you, can you take me through what the viewers would have seen tonight in the bulletin, um, but your, what you were storyboarding in your mind if you were able to upload it? What were the, what were the things that were coming? Yeah, um, well, we did have a lot. We, uh, we've got, you know, a uh, notepad um, that always has, you know, the stories. A lot of it was actually going to be done within hours of uh, broadcast because of the headline story was Israel-Palestine. Uh, so that would have been the headline. We would have had a report from uh, a US correspondent, Jackson Gosnell. Um, we were set to uh, actually speak to you about... Um, uh, the raids of uh, Thomas Sewell being arrested, um, Lisa Gregg about the uh, taxes when it comes to the federal budget, um, a bit more content, obviously our usual stuff, the, you know, the weather, the um, latest headlines, but it was really this Israel-Palestine conflict that has been happening. And we know how in uh, important breaking news and international stories have been, we were covering the Myanmar coup for a while. And this one, uh, was especially important to us because um, it's not just happening in one country. It, it is two countries and so complicated. And we were doing proper explaining. And we were also talking about how can media, in, the, in this we were planning to talk about how can media better cover Palestine. And we can't tell you that and we can't better cover it because we're banned from covering. That is the problem. I think... I think you've made it. You made a really good point there. Um, can we touch briefly on the the Twitter discussion that you've observed on the coverage of Palestine? What do you think is the main problem people have? I think it's. Um, oh, sorry, I hit my mic there. Uh, it's a term uh, that was used on the do better for pa do better on Palestine .com petition uh, or open letter. Um, yep, yep. And it was basically both siderism. And that basically is, um, it's kind of relates to a uh, false balance. So, and I think another of a number of news outlets have this problem where they are so, or trying to be so unbiased that basically they consider everything, you know, I'm getting, Sebi, stop, get out, get out. He's hyper. He lost a footy game and he's uh, a little angry today. Um, but uh, he, so uh, I'll, I'll get it. So both siderism, um, that basically every side is uh, equal in its um, arguments. Everything's right. Now, the fact is whether you are on the side of Israel, on the side of Palestine, on the side of neither yep. or just an observer, the fact is that um, the over overwhelming number of casualties are Palestinian civilians and children. Palestine does not have the firepower or the backing that Israel has. Um, Palestine does not have the shelters. And it's, it's you know, 
the just conflicting the two. And I think a lot of the media, in a way, waking up to the realities of what is going on after we saw what happened last night, which was um, absolutely stunning, the IDF blowing up the Al Jazeera's and the Associated Press's building last night. Um, I was watching that live. Um, so I think it's, it is important to get both sides and tell it fairly. Don't get me wrong. But uh, <laughs> saying, because, again, the death toll right now is something like 130 Palestinians, majority of those civilians and children, to seven Israelis in this latest week of conflict. So there's clearly a difference. Um, and even people who may be pro-Israel are, are admitting that. I think the, the other challenge we have in journalism, Leo, uh, is that we're talking about a, um, a conflict that has been around more than 70 years uh, since the creation of the State of Israel. Uh, but when you look at the history, the, it is clear that there are, uh, whenever you examine the map, as far as the Palestinian territory is concerned, that's been reducing over decades. And so it's, it's interesting just observing that, making that observation rather, in the context of you know, the conflict today. What we're seeing today is more than seven decades worth of history playing out. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's when you've got the... Um things like uh, uh, the US backing, and a lot of people are aware of what's going on, and um, we know Joe Biden's facing a lot of criticism for how he's handled this, um, but at the same time, the, you know, Israel and US connection has been going for so long um, that, you know, cutting it would be uh, an extreme thing to do, only someone like, uh, you know, a Bernie, Stan uh, Bernie Sanders would do that, but in terms of you know, covering it, um, it is a very, very tough thing to cover um, military conflicts, and especially when it has been going for so long, and especially when it's not just because in Myanmar a lot of it was just about uh, power, and they've obviously had a military constitution, and that's the thing. But in Israel and Palestine, it's it's land rights, it's um, Palestine not being recognised as a country. It's certainly a lot to do with race and the fact Israel is really the only Jewish country really um and um it's also just about uh the 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 difference as I said in firepower look at Israel's backing look at Palestine's backing look at the firepower look at the shelters there's only shelters on one side pretty much it's 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 not good whichever way you look at it um but it's certainly something that really I think a lot of media organizations need to be not careful, but um, just aware of how they're covering it and think, okay. hang on, yeah, it's the, not equal, is it? Because it, it isn't. Well, look, I think that when, when you study things like investigation and prosecution of crime and all that sort of stuff, uh, the one thing that you're mindful of, uh, having done that in, in various contexts, um, I'm aware of this, it, one thing you're mindful of always is the facts need to speak for themselves. Um, and that, I think, is where the, 
the issue lies. It's not about whether people are pro or one side or the other. What is the fa- What are the facts that are being presented? What do the facts actually tell you? That's hard. That is another issue that's hard because, um, you know, the I've only got a few news sources that I have on Twitter with full notifications on when it comes to covering this. And one of those isn't a news source. It's actually the Israeli Defence Force. And, of course, whatever they say, you know, there has to be, you know, another side to it because they can claim uh, whatever they want. Um, and But at the same time, you look at the news outlets that are always in um, – uh, 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 the Middle East. Um, for example, you know, if you look at my uh, press feed, you've got Press TV, which is uh, Iranian state media. They're in English. Um, and of course, all their hashtags have just been free Palestine, and they clearly have a pro excuse me, pro Palestine um, stance. And it's hard. And that's why it's important to have sources like. Uh, the Associated Press on the ground, and they have just lost their building in Gaza. And that's quite stunning because that is going to make it very, very difficult for people to report on. And then people are going to have to start relying on state media, including those English like uh, I-24, that's Israeli, I believe, state-run media, or at least um, has some government backing. Um and again, there's going to be tilted slight. And even if it wasn't government, let's face it, um, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to be, if you're in Israel, you're not exactly going to be pro-Palestine, let's be honest. Well, Leo, uh, that's, uh, it is one of the more momentous stories of, uh, of this week. And it, it, as I said, it's a story that's been running hot and cold for more than seven, seven decades, more than 70 years. Uh, so it doesn't particularly surprise me to see what's happened, but it's clearly tragic and it's clear that um, one side's not, um, one side's getting a bit rougher than the other. Yeah, it's awful to see what's going on. Um, you had that 10-year-old girl in Gaza saying, you know, why are you bombing us? It's um, again, no matter whose side you're on, it's it's terrible, and you know, peace in the Middle East. It's such a um, uh, far-fetched prospect these days, and has been for a while. And um, even you know, in my lifetime, we've had you know uh, so many things happening there, and oh, it's it's a tough one for the media to handle. And I think that's where independent media like us and more non-mainstream uh, and state-run outlets are going to have to come into effect because we are only reporting things that we can fully verify um, a lot of the time. Uh, we wait to actually see footage of, say, sirens going off. We're not because um, there are so many people who have been through having to correct things, saying, sorry, this isn't sent there. Um, this one works actually say this one was actually a missile fired from Gaza, but it fell back. Um, That's the other thing. Uh, Hamas, a lot of their rockets are actually firing back on them. And that's hard to verify whether it's coming from them or it's coming from Israel. A lot of the time um, it's happening at the same time. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's incredibly difficult. And to be honest, I do not blame if there are facts that can be incorrect. I do not blame them. This is hard. Um, 
But one thing, media accountability is important. Is important. They have to correct the record because you could delete it in five minutes. But the way Twitter works, it could blow up. People could share it. People could screenshot that. Um, and then the screenshot stays and people share that as fact. Um, and uh, corrections need to be run. And uh, people should probably delete posts that have misinformation on them, even just regular non-media people. Take accountability to stop misinformation. I got in a Twitter debate. I was called a stupid journo for calling someone out on that yesterday on something completely different, um, on the most basic thing. Uh, and yet, you know, we we have to hold ourselves accountable whether in the media or not. you got to stop the misinformation, stop the fake news, as uh, the former president would say, um, and just you know, focus on the facts. And if you follow Six News, we will be factual and we will uh, run corrections if need be. All right, Leah. Now, I think, we, you know, we've covered we've covered the channel strike off. We've touched on a whole range of other things in between. Um, I will probably think of something that updates the issues that we were going to be talking about <laughs> in the in the coming week for you. But uh, look, thank you for joining me. Thank you for explaining why Six News is not going to air tonight in the in a usual place. And hopefully we'll get back to normal next week. Absolutely. And if you check out our website, sixnewsau.com, that's got all the latest updates and that will where you where that'll be where you can see the updates on how our channel is, whether it is up or not. And we will tell you the moment that ban ends, when it ends. Okay, well, yeah, thank you for joining me and we'll go out talk pretty soon. All right, talk soon. Thank you very much. Have fun.